All right, welcome to Club Pro Chatter number 11. We're going to do a little something different for this intro because it was a special day today, Scotty, so I'm going to let you take it from here. Show us what you did today. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 3M Open. This is the 12 o'clock pairing. First on the tee out of Las Vegas, Nevada, Scott Percy. Yeah, I said Percy, not Piercy. So I feel terrible about it, and that's that's how we did it. I thought you were going to intro us. <laughs> without, <laughs> so again, for those of you who don't know, I'm Greg Snow. That was Scott McDonald. Scotty was the uh, starter for the 3M Open today. First tee, not the 10th, which I think is a big deal. By there the way, that no you got number tea. one. Yeah, no 10 There wasn't start today? today. No, nope, but there they, was yesterday. Yeah. I don't know why they did it if they wanted to, because Kepka was, they put him later in the day because they started him off at 10, so that's, that's why, you why had they to, did that. That's why you had to alternate with Chandler. Yeah. Because you had two of you, one for each team, but then you get there and you find out it's just whole one. Yes. Yeah, yes. that makes sense. What time did you get there, Scotty? Before, I got to go back and introduce this whole yes, thing, but yes. what time did you show up on the first day today? Uh, I got there at 9.45. We started at 10. Okay, that's so. pretty late, actually, later I thought. Anyways. These podcasts are brought to you by the Section's Charitable Arm, PGA Reach. Again, Greg Snow with Scotty McDonald. We also have Gracie Stockton here. I won't forget that again. And Maggie Sutton. That's what you were calling her, but yes. it is Sutton. Yes. Because um, she wasn't late. It wasn't her fault. She had, to, she had to work today at the 3M, kind of, or had to help some people. But anyways... We were supposed to be here uh, 15 minutes ago, so nobody listening to this understands that we're running a little bit late. No. So we're just going to extend the time. Yes. We have the studio for a little bit longer. We are here at Bunker Hills, the home of golf for the Minnesota PGA. First Down time we've cave. done this here, Scott. I've been here with Jack. Oh. We did an episode. It was it was the episode before your heart Pre attack. Pre-heart attack. Yes, yep. and then the next one was after the heart attack. You know, it, there's B.C., or there, it's actually B H A for you before heart attack and after heart attack. Before That's heart how attack. we're going to gauge everything now. Yeah, Gracie, good to see you. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We are uh, filming late here. Uh, Seven o'clock is late for you because you got the uh, the steely eyes going and you're hungry. So I apologize for anything in advance. Which, speaking of, Scotty, take it away. Yeah, I would do anything for love. Oh, I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. But that was too early for that point, right? It was. And we decided last show that we aren't just going to do all apology songs. We're going to sing with a little bit of heart and feeling. Yes. And you did that. I that love Meatloaf. Do you right. love Meatloaf? Love Mom the Meatloaf. <laughs> I love them. Actually, I had Meatloaf this week. Really? My wife killed it. Killed it with the meatloaf. Leanne, meatloaf! Leanne, bring the meatloaf to the golf course because I don't get to eat at home, right? Yes. Because I, I work, you know, the crazy stupid hours. So are you a meatloaf lover? I do There's... like a good meatloaf. When was the last time you had meatloaf? Do you eat on campus? Uh, I live off campus. I cook for myself, actually. Oh, so, so do you lot. ever cook some meatloaf? I have not made meatloaf since fall. You're going to have meatloaf this week. I'm sure I will. I want you to cook some meatloaf this week okay. or next week, and then the next time we come on, tell us how you did. I will let you know. I'm gluten-free, so it'll definitely be a oh. little different. No bread comes for me, but I'll make it count. What does that gluten-free mean, no bread? Yeah, like no bread, no wheat. 
I should do that. Not no cheese. I get that one a lot. Okay. People think it means no cheese. Can we stop talking about food? I'm very you're hungry. You're so hungry. <laughs> we do have a banana for you, Scott. Scott, yes, li- your list of apologies is always longer than mine. You know what? I was listening on the way in, which I usually do. Yes. And I literally thought you had no apologies. I did. That's what I thought. So I thought I'm you were screaming. really rock star. I have one apology. Uh, the rest of the is that huge list uh, for me. You, my apology is to to uh, Sylvester Stallone because say that again. Rises, <laughs> get Sylvester that Stallone. Yeah, okay. uh, because you said that Salt, the the movie Salt is better than Rocky Four, which is Miles. totally false. Miles. Rocky Four is the greatest. Which one is Rocky Four again? It's when he goes to the USSR, which oh, which is gone. Remember one. last episode, you've. You reminded us yes. all that the USSR has There's been no gone longer. for like 30 years now. Yep. The wall went down. Get over. So it's the one where he goes to Russia. The wall was Germany, he, by the way. Yep. Okay, keep going. He goes to Russia and he trains in the snow. Yep. And I remember like, now. He's in With this Dolph farm. Lundgren? Yes, yes. Dolph Lundgren and, and the steroids and everything. And Apollo Creed dies. It's, it's, it's a very... It's it's it, it's getting me choked up. It's yeah. such an emotional. So, so for our new listeners, we were talking about Russian because Gracie Stockton is uh, fluent in Russian. I Maybe am not fluent. Not fluent. But you know some Russian, I do and know we some. challenge you to watch Rocky Four and Salt. Okay. Did you watch either of those? No, but I started watching Designated Survivor. Is that a Russian movie? No, it's a TV show with Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> it has some Russian stuff. Okay, it it's does. Like, okay. It's like the one guy who was designated to survive if a, an accident happened in the White House during like the State of the Union address. And uh, the plot of the show is someone bombed the White House, and he's the one guy who survived and has to take over the presidency. What was the name of that again? Designated Survivor. That actually sounds really it's good. It's really good. I'm really enjoying Greg, it. I will have to do Salt, though. I think you're the Minnesota PGA's designated survivor. <laughs> I survived. Other people have not. They've, they've, uh, you know, like I told people before, thirty percent of people in my situation, you know, they don't make it to the hospital. No. So I was pretty fortunate, I guess. But I figure I was in the seventy percentile, which is actually pretty good for me. I was a D student, anyways. So I mean, it was right there, Scotty. Yes. Okay. Uh, other than that, for apologies. Yeah. For back me, to apologies. I yeah. literally didn't have much. I was grasping at straws. I thought our episode was. Really, really good. Uh, we did have a little bit of an echo issue. We felt like that was probably the amount of vacuums at Hazeltine <laughs> right, causing right. something. It was a big room we were in, too. Yes. Which, for those of you who understand podcasts and radio and uh, acoustics, it wasn't a good setting for us in that regards. But Maggie makes it Maggie all work. Maggie always makes it work. I know. She's good about that. I do have a couple. Okay. Uh, Daryl Crawl. So sorry. How could I forget that? And, of course, as I'm as I'm re-listening to it, I'm like, come on, spit it out, Greg. Come on. You don't get it because it was kind of some weird, awkward air. And that was, of course, the bring on of Dremel. It wasn't a great transition. So, yeah, I, I have to apologize for that. Maybe the episode wasn't as good as we thought. No, it was. I just blew that, and Dremel, of course, covered it nicely and said, uh, and said maybe you need some lesson in podcasting, which is probably true. Yes. I mean, we're not, not afraid of that. So I guess that was my only one that I really wanted to get at. But that was a fun day over there at the uh, KPMG. That would be my other apology. I always said the KMPG. Now you guys will mess it up, right? But it's the KPMG, and I thought it was a great event. Uh, Hannah Green, obviously, wire-to-wire victory. Uh, her first win, first major. I want to ask you a question, Scotty. Yes. We hear this a lot from commentators about their first win being a major. Is that even a thing? 
Is that even something that we t- should even be talking about? What does it matter? Well, I, I think anytime you win, you, your first one's going to be huge. Um, but yeah, when you your first win's a major, I don't know. Maybe it makes it a little bit easier because there's so much more pressure and probably a little bit more preparation going into it. But a win's a win, and and even with the major, it's just a little bit icing on on top of it. You know that it's 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 one of the biggest events of the year. Here's what I hear when I hear that you did it out of order. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah, I hear. Yeah. And again, it sounds like they're saying you just messed up the whole system. That isn't supposed to happen. You you should win a tour event before Brooks Kepka has more majors than tour events. Does that make him any less of a player? Or like, and I think he's getting crucified a little bit for that, or unjustly judged for that. Which I just don't know why that's a thing. No, I think it's more the media making a bigger deal of it, uh, just a talking point. Well, I, we're media. We we, we and we're changing the we're going to change the tune, Scotty. But yet we're still talking about it. We didn't let Gracie do any apologies. I kind of skipped over that. Did you have any? I didn't. I didn't hear anything in there that you should apologize for. By the way, I don't have anything that I think I need to apologize for. I'll apologize for teasing Scott a little bit off the air, but you were working him hard, you guys <laughs> both, and he needs that, and I love it, Scott. I give the needle a lot, so if I get the needle coming back a little bit, I probably earned it. So. So I'll apologize, but... Thank you. I appreciate it. I I really do. Uh, Kate, I mean, you and I, after we got done with the podcast, got to go down to the range. I thought it was really cool. Uh, I got the first person I see on the range is Laura Davies, you know, just a Hall of Famer. Awesome. I did not get to see her put the tee where she... No tees. No, she bangs it into the ground and just tees it up on the grass. I so wanted to see that. And she just had gotten done hitting balls. We saw Paula Creamer, who you is like your favorite female player of all time. We know. <laughs> and that was face right now. That it's was priceless. You were. She is my golf. What do we call? It? What do we call that? Kind of like my golf sweetheart. I, I guess that she is like for golf. I I want her to win. Yeah. She's kind of the girl. And you kind of mentioned Lexi was kind of your yeah. your girl. And who's your guy? Jordan Spieth. No, I remember Fowler. Fowler, that's right. Before he had the mullet. So somebody said this this week. You're going to love this. How about a Fowler-Wolf pairing at the Ryder Cup? that'd be awesome. I might have to switch to Wolf now at this victory. I know. We're going to get to that. He's my age. I know. You've been saying that. Go ahead. No, I'm saying we're going to get to that. When we talk a little bit 3M, we're not quite there yet. I want to put a little bow on the KPMG. Mel Reed with the round of the week, 66 in the final round, came back, kind of put a little charge into it. I didn't think 66 was out there, Scott. No. And I mean, we talked about how much we played there, and that's that's stupid good golf. Yeah, I it was. Uh, I thought the golf course, you know, it's it was difficult. I mean, it is a major, um, but yeah, it, it, it was a great week. Uh, I talked to Chandler a little bit. He 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 started with me today, and he said everything that they got from the club standpoint, the feedback was extremely positive. Uh, crowd numbers were yeah were up. Uh, okay. Based on previous years, previous KPMGs, yes, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So everything from their standpoint, he said it was a home run, um, and I, I thought it was really cool that Sarah Burnham made the cut. Mm-hmm. You know, made the cut right on the number and got to play in the weekend and as being the last gal to get in. So that was really cool. So well, I play with Andy Smith tomorrow. Yeah, guess he, what we're going to talk about his caddy, his caddying skills, and how terrible he is. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. Andy, I hope you're listening to this. 
we're going to talk about that. And he's going to go back and go, yeah, Craig did. He drilled me about how bad I am. So let's talk, Scotty, about a couple of the tour events that have happened previously in the last couple of weeks. Again, I, I watched a little Travelers. I didn't do a lot of it. But the real story was at the Rocket Mortgage, which moved to Detroit this year uh, on a golf course, which you know I don't like. I don't like when they go 25, 26 under. But it was really only this one guy, and it was that Nate Lashley guy. And I think that's his first name. Yes. Yeah, and again, what an unbelievable story. And those of you who are listening probably all know his story about his parents dying in a plane crash oh. back when he was in college and him just kind of being one of those guys that says, you know, kind of like you talked about with Ben Hogan, should I be a real estate agent or should I keep trying this golf thing? And I guess the reason I want to talk about it is because I feel like a lot of us Minnesota section pros probably feel that way at times. So if you know what, should I just be done playing golf and just work, you know, or should I stop doing this? And he's a great example of just keep your nose in there, keep working, good things will happen. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah, that story is just, it's unbelievable. And, yeah, he just kind of ran away with it. And, you know, I, I think he was a Monday qualifier, right? Correct. And a, a very homemade swing. And, yeah, just... What a great week. I mean, he won by six shots, you know. Yeah, so. he let off the gas. Yeah. He, he was killing everybody. Yes, and he yeah. kind of said, whoa, 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 I don't want to shoot 30 under. They'll never come back to this golf course. Yeah, yeah. No, so it was, and again, like the 3M this week, a new event. And Michigan is a big golf mecca, too. So there's a lot of fans out for that. They said, I, I watched it on Sunday, and yeah, there was a ton of fans out there. So good to see you know, getting these tour events back in areas where people just are, are crazy about these tournaments. Yeah, and I think they found that out. I think Hazeltine kind of brought that to the forefront again back when the Ryder Cup was here of how Midwest is just big into the golf. And I know that the John Deere Classic it falls on a horrible date for them, you know, because that's kind of Midwest down in Iowa. But having it in Michigan, Minnesota, the fans will show up. Brooks Kepka talked about on Wednesday, just couldn't believe it. How many people were here for a pro-am, yeah. you know, just watching, and it was ridiculous. Uh, Gracie, you were out there. Well, we're, we're, we'll get to that in a second about that. But did you uh, have you heard anything about this Lachey guy? Did you hear anything about that in the past few weeks? Uh, I didn't hear a ton, but I was, I'll admit I wasn't looking for okay. it. But a cool or story. Lashley. Oh, it, it just, I, I get choked up when I watched it. I'm like, oh, that's me, right? Yes. That's what you feel like. I remember when uh, uh, Drew Duffner, not Drew Duffner, uh, Jason Duffner won the, the first time. I, or who's the guy who won at Oak Hill? Oh, now I'm going to have to apologize again next week, Scotty. Way back, um, weird swing, kind of a journeyman, little pudge belly. I'm like, that's me. That's me that can. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll think of it. But anyway, that's what I think about when I think of this Lashley guy. You know, he's right down to earth. Um, obviously, the emotion. But he's, he balled it up for a long time, they said. He just held it in. And again, when that happens, I don't know how you can. I mean, I was starting to get a little choked up at Perm. Because I was playing well finally, which we can talk about <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah, but yeah. I was starting to feel like, hey, all right, I'm not an idiot. I, I can do some stuff. And I'll, t I'll tell you that little story later. But that's why I wanted to bring that up. I just think that it relates a lot to us fellow section players and guys who are out there in the grind trying to play hard. But not, things aren't happening. You know, and that was him for a lot of years. It's Yeah, it, it takes a while. And, and, yeah, I mean, talk about rock bottom i mean golf is is secondary to what what he had to go through i mean you lose the your family and your girlfriend or fiance that's and right i forgot about yeah, that too it's, it's just like 
golf's not really that important, you know, when you put that in perspective. So uh, great for him. Uh, it's an incredible story. And it's Lashley, Thank not you. Nick Lachey, your favorite 98 Degrees member. He's a singer, right? Yeah, he was married to... Uh, Remember, I don't know bands. Jessica Simpson. Yes. Yes, they had a show. Yeah, and it was terrible. Yeah, I'm so old. I can remember that stuff. Hey, three, I'm open. It finally happened. You three were all kind of a part of it. I didn't go. I needed this week to kind of reconnect with my members. I've been out of the office a lot, and I needed to be, and I had five days in a row of just open to close in the shop, and I needed that. And I think my members needed it, and it was good for all of us. So I watched most of this. Um, I tried to get it on as soon as I could. Of course, I hear 12.30 turn on, well, it's Golf Channel pregame. You know, it's not not 3M, and I'm just kind of like, come on, let's get this thing going, because 4th of July isn't crazy busy for us. But give us your first impressions before we get into some details. Gracie, why don't you start? Give us kind of your first takeaways from the 3M. I was only there um, for Sunday, so it was kind of fun to just get out and feel the crowd in a way um, as a comparison to KPMG especially with the weather being kind of off for that event and the crowd numbers being smaller, it was nice to be at an event where the crowd was excited to be there. And it wasn't just like one type of golf lover. There were golf lovers from all over and different Mm -hmm. levels and skills and knowledges of the game too. um, And a big difference of ages. Honestly, like sitting on 18 and watching the last couple of groups finish up their 18th hole was ridiculous. God, like watching Wolf. Kind of fun, huh? Yeah, watching him sink. This golf is fun, Gracie. Yeah, I I am so grateful to like be getting into the game, even though I've turned 20 this week, but it's it's a (laughs) later start, but I'm very excited to get into it. That happens. Scotty, your takeaways. Yeah, I was only there Sunday, you know, obviously I was watching the leaderboard because we've got a ton of local ties that, you know, following along with Craig Brischke as he was playing, I mean, it's a big, tough golf course, and he kind of struggled a little bit, but it had to have. I'm, I'm excited to see, hear the experience there. And then you've got, uh, I mean, Tim Heron got a hole in one on yeah. day one. Lumpy. Yeah, Lumpy got one. Tom Lehman at 60 makes the cut. Uh, Tom Hogan. Didn't only make the cut, actually had coverage. Yeah. TV yeah. coverage of like, this guy, could he do it? Yeah. And he's played, well, he played with Wolf yesterday. And so it was crazy. Layman's 60 and Wolf is 20, 40 years apart out there. So uh, that was cool. Uh, Tom Hoagie, um, uh, Troy Merritt, and then Charlie Danielson, who got in on a sponsor's exemption really played great finished tied for 15th and it was cool i got to start and i mean it was awesome when we announced charlie and layman and troy Merritt. troy Merritt and hoagie all the guys with local ties you know the crowd just went crazy it's it, it was awesome to see the support and then hearing the roars there were like roars for charlie danielson out there you could kind of wow. hear because he had made some birdies on the front nine so Really cool to be a part of that and see why it's good to have a tour event in Minnesota. Did you get to introduce Lehman? I did not. Oh, because you were going to say Alexandria, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was going to say. You were going to change it. My hometown. And You're going to go off script? We did do all the guys from Minnesota. With Lehman, we did Alexandria. Troy Merritt, we did Spring Lake Park. Oh, you uh, did. So we did, even though Chandler a, did do Alexandria. Yes, and he did uh, Troy Merritt too. I got to do uh, Charlie Danielson. Um, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun and just yeah, 
Did you have to ask them if you could? No. We did it without. Yes! No, but get this. So Layman did say, right when he walked on, he walked to the first tee. We're just talking and, and getting ready. And he goes, by the way, say Alexandria, Minnesota, because on Thursday, whoever was starting said Scottsdale, because that's what the sheet says, and people in the stands booed. Booed. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. They were, they were like, well, the people who booed, wow. I, I get why they did it. But here's something they need to know. Tom Lehman helped redesign for free, no charge, when he helped redesign that golf course. Again, who does that? Scott, you aren't doing that. I'm not doing that. It's, it's crazy. I don't have that kind of uh, free time. To, I mean, I don't even know what it takes to do it, but consultants or those guys, don't get they, they don't do it for free. Yeah. Jack Nicholas didn't get into the golf design business to say, hey, I just don't need to get paid. I did enough. I want enough money, you know, when I played. I, I'll just do this for nothing. They don't do that. Yeah. So Tom Lehman did that, and I want to applaud him for that on air. He is one of our guys and from your uh, from your place of residence. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, I think it was just a great week. The weather was fantastic. They had, like, a 35-minute rain delay one of the days. Other than that, Saturday, Sunday, the yeah. weather was absolutely perfect. perfect. It was gorgeous. It, I will say it got a little hot in the suit and tie on that first tee in the sun there. Um, yeah, yeah, you didn't have an umbrella or anything like I No, no, no. It was you were standing there. You I thought that Hideki Matsuyama was standing really close to you. When I he think, off. Did you feel like he was did, close to you? No, I think like he knows that I'm a really good ball striker, and I'd like to. I I don't know. I don't know what. He Why was doing. you were on the short grass, and he was kind of towards the left side of that tee? I watched it on TV. Yeah, and I thought to myself, Scotty, move. No, we weren't that close. Okay, all right. Yes. You felt like there was plenty of clearance. Yes, yes. All right, let's talk about course changes. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you two sat on hole 18, and you, I don't know if you're, you obviously remember that hole back when uh, when guys like me won an event out there. Remember <laughs> that? Okay. The drive was nothing. You can hit the drive into this 400-wide yard fairway. Yes. It was all about the second shot. And Tom Lehman said, he goes, I watched the senior, and nobody was making a bogey here. Nobody. Mm-hmm. He goes, so we had to do something with that hole. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, they dug that. They dug that, uh, you know, that pond three times the size, probably all the way back. Yes. So it's now in the landing zone of the uh, tee ball. And I heard Brooks, I was like, Brooks kept getting in the water. I'm like, how do you do that on the tee? Because I didn't know right away that they that's what they it. did. Yeah. yeah. And pulled that pond bigger. So also another big change I liked was hole two. They backed that tee across the road. Yes. I don't know if you saw that. They had to have people standing on the road <laughs> to kind of stop cars or whatever so that they could hit tee balls. I would thought that they would have had traffic, but I saw some people standing there. I'm like, they must be stopping traffic. So I thought that was another good change. Was there anything else that you saw on the TV or when you're out there that you liked? Yeah, I, I just thought the course was set up well. I mean, obviously with the uh, 21 under winning, there was a lot of birdies, but I mean, it's not like the rough was. Sure. There, the, I saw some guys today. We sat on 16 for probably seven, eight groups. And if you missed the fairway, a few guys just had to hack it out because they couldn't get to the green. That's not going to happen next year. Yeah. Because the rough will not be this thick. There's just no way that in July next year that we'll have this much moisture for the rough to be that plush everywhere. I mean, we can't keep up with it at the OGC. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Today, I, I don't know how people are finding golf balls at the Olivia Golf Club today. Because on Sunday, Gracie, I mean, the mowers stop on Friday, mm-hmm. and then they pick up again on Monday. And so every, I always call it the Sunday shag. And That's at awesome. our place, yeah, uh, the Sunday shag is real. It is. <laughs> I played this morning out there, and I'm like, um, 
Can't even find your ball in here. Then when you do it, you got to gouge it. How do you get at a Waska? We, do you guys get some Sunday shag? Yeah. Yeah, it's we just do. part of the deal. Yeah, because we're not mowing roughs on the weekend. No, yeah. nobody's doing that. Yeah. So, what else do you got from that? I, I do want to talk about the twenty-one under because I want to talk about how it how it got there. So, yeah. again, I, I heard all week people worried that this thing was going to be crazy. The seniors were shooting twenty-one under, and I always had to say that was before the redesign. I'm sitting there after I'm saying it, going, I hope this doesn't turn into twenty-eight, twenty-nine under because you know how much I hate that. And also, I, I just don't think it's good for the tour to have that on all these events. And then they're going to go over to the British Open, and if there's any wind over there, it's going to be over par. Yes. You know, that's a 7,300-yard golf course, and if there's wind, it's forget it. So I just don't know that why we can't find a 12, 13, 10 under tournament. You know, John Deere is going to be 20. You need a sweet spot. You know, there is a sweet spot in there somewhere, and I don't yeah. know how you find it. 10 to, to 15 is the number that and, – and, I think a lot of it's weather and course setup, but this, you know, for what they, from the time frame they announced that they were going to have this event, which I think was about a year ago, they yeah, did a great job to get the golf course where it is, you know, a year later. Yeah. And they're now going to continue to do changes to make the golf course, you know, more difficult for them. And, yeah, so I think it's it's a work in progress. We got seven years. You know, that's a really good point that I didn't think about is that now they have a year of where did the tour players hit it? Where do they find it easy? Where can we do this and that and move something else? I always think there's more room to move number 13T back, you know, to be a 247 par three, you know, something like that that could, the green's big enough, it could accept it, and it's got the deep bunker up front. But I just think things like that they can do. There's a lot of space out there. I didn't even realize how much room they had on hole 11. Gracie, when we played it, it was 390. And I think it's 460 now, Scotty. Oh, they definitely have room. Yeah. Yeah, and they do. And I think they even have more room if they really want to get. I mean, 18 green, they could move another 30 yards deeper if they really wanted to. Of course, they need that for grandstands, and TPCs are very good about that. But, anyways, any other thoughts about the 3M, Scotty, that you had there? Uh, We want to talk a little bit about Maddie. With yeah, that, with that beautiful golf swing. Yeah, I mean that's a, Gracie's hey, new favorite. We're talking about two guys in a row with kind of different ways that you swing it, not the conventional. I, I saw them all on the first tee today, and I've, most of them look a lot alike. And then you got Matthew Wolf, who's second to last guy teeing off, and God does he bomb it. We were watching on eighteen; he hits three wood. And it goes like 309 yards. Are you sure it wasn't 308? Or you no, know, I don't know what just, it was. Were you on shot link or? Uh, let's. See. Are you on shot link right now? 305. You know it's 309. Sorry. Okay. So, Thank but you. he just and I saw it and it was very high and I'm like, yeah, it, it maybe hit it a little high in the face. 305. I'm. That's high in the face. Yeah, probably. yeah. <laughs> Was he looking down at the club? No, but. Were you was, on the tee box? Yes, we were on okay. the tee box on 18. And then he just hits and uh, I mean, that, to me, the great thing about this tournament after the week's done is, you know, the fans that were out, the weather that were was great, but the finish. People are going to remember the finish because it was dramatic. It wasn't somebody, uh, and Detroit was a great event, but Lashley right. ran right. away with it. This, you've got Bryson making eagle on 18, and then you've got Matt Wolf and uh, Morikawa coming down. They both, if they make birdie, they tie Bryson, and lo and behold, Wolf makes eagle and wins it. So it was just crazy. And, and 
everybody's on 18. They, they, there's so much room so everybody can stand there and see it. I, I, there probably had to be, I don't know how many people were out there, but there had to be 10 or 15 or 20,000 people on 18. Well, that left side of that is an embankment, right? Yes, yes. So that thing had to be full. Oh, yeah, it was the whole, it was lined. Where were you sitting at, Gracie? I was across the pond, so I was watching. In the grandstand? No, I was on the other side. So you and not see. in England. Okay. Not Yes, not in England. <laughs> right, Thank right, you for right. clarifying. Thanks, yeah. Have that so, banana. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, pin was to my right and the tee box was to my left. It was kind of a nice way to see them hit their second oh, sure. shots. Okay. And then actually putt. So we're, isn't that just dirt? No, it was grass. It was it grass It was right over by there. the pond. Okay. Some fish. I'm trying to imagine where that is, but that pond is so big now. I mean, the last time I was yeah. out there, it just wasn't. It was by the clubhouse, like okay. to the left of the clubhouse, if you're looking at 18. Oh, so you're between grandstands? Um, There weren't, like, grandstands over really on that side. It was, like, the clubhouse. Okay. There were the, the fire department hanging out. We there you go. We were kind of in between the two of those. Did you get up on the fire truck? I did not. That would have been I a good angle. Try. That would have been a good angle for you. You're right. It probably would have been. <laughs> you could well, try that next time. Your new favorite golfer is becoming one of my favorite golfers already. Um, here's why. Uh, Scott, you, you probably will appreciate this. Grace, just so you know, that isn't how you're supposed to swing the golf club. No, I do know that. Okay. Um, that's not normal. He interviewed with Nick, uh, Sir Nick Faldo the other day, and Nick Faldo says something to the effect of, well, that's exactly how we didn't teach it, and I was taught that the shafts should go in between this toe and that thing and all this, and when Scott and I give lessons, we don't tell somebody, hey, however you want to get it to the top. We, we don't care. Just get it up to the top somehow. We don't say that, right, Scotty? No, no. But really, Matt Wolf's swing is that way. He just finds a way to get it to the top because once he gets into what we call the slot or the perfect position to come down, it's money. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is money from yeah, that kinda, point like, down. he kind of fakes it out first. Yeah, and the, the club is pointed over his head, but then he drops it back, and it is right in position and comes in perfectly to square it up. Now, if that means he generates power or whatever. But the reason I like it is because I do not like Bryson. Right? We've said that on here. I, I'm full full honesty here. We know that. They're both kind of the self-made whatever, but I feel in two different ways. Here's why. Bryson, very analytical, thought behind everything. There's a reason I do this. Mm-hmm. Matt Wolf, they interviewed him. I don't know if you guys heard this interview. It was awesome. So how did you do all this? He goes, it just feels good to me. I just start. I stood up, Scotty, and I was like, yes! That's exactly how it should be. It just feels good. It felt right. I don't have a reason for why I do all this weird stuff up here, but I do know that I can hit the ball square when I get down here and it goes that way. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I sat over here and I said, that's my guy. Well, that's true athleticism. Like, that's in a lot athleticism. Of others, in a lot of other sports, you don't have time to, like, think about how you're yes. going to react. You just react. It's instinctual. And that's how he plays versus Bryson, is and, a walking mathematician. And, Gracie, I want to play with that guy more than the guy that says there's three degrees of wind. Coming from the left side over here, that treetop right there is bent over just a little bit so that we're going to have to accommodate for that. I don't want to play with that guy. Right? No, Scotty, so no. again, I'm sorry, Bryson. I wasn't cheering for you. I was cheering for Wolf. I had Bryson in fantasy, so I was kind of cheering for him. But Well, I'm that's so, just stupid. I, well, no, but I, I, I'm so happy for Wolf, and, and, and I mean... Uh, just uh, he's a sponsor's exemption. How how about the sponsor's exemption? The final two guys, uh, Matthew Wolf and Colin Morikawa, both sponsors exemptions. They were saying as I'm walking out, I, I don't know if it was Hollis that was talking. That it's the first time ever 
on the tour that two sponsor exemptions were in the final pairing on Sunday. And Morikawa just graduated. He just turned pro himself. Yeah, I so mean. These are the biggest checks these two have cashed. Yeah, and then you got Victor Hovland again. He's top 15. I mean, he just turned pro after the U.S. Open. So there's there's a ton of young talent. And that's what's re- we might not have gotten the premier headliners to come and play the Tigers or whoever, the Rory's or whatever, but we got some high-end, up-and-coming talent, and it was fun to watch. I mean, that's what's going to be very cool about this event. And, you know, when Matthew Wolf is a top-10 player of the world in three years, you think he'll come back and where he won his first title? I'm pretty sure he will, so he will become a headliner. So it's going to be, it's going to be cool to see. So, Gracie, write this down if you want to, write it in your head. Your old favorite player, Ricky Fowler, and your new favorite player, Matt Wolf, will be paired together at the next Ryder Cup, which oh, I believe yeah. is at Whistling Straits, if not this year at the President's Cup. If not, I don't know if Wolf's going to make that, okay? You're but, saying Wolf is President's Cup. Listen, I just said behind it, I don't know. Okay. But I can promise you this. I, I can promise you this. These guys are done with picking... And it's Tiger, the captain, right? Yes. Let's pick These some guys talent, are done with not the names. My favorite guy, Phil Mickelson, they're done with that. Okay? They're done with those names. It's time to move on. They're going to be told you're done with that if they aren't. Because, again, it's now time to progress. These, This Wolf, this Morikawa, these guys are the up-and-comers. Victor Hovland, I don't even – is he is he European? Yes. Victor? So, again, he's an up-and-comer for them, just like John Rahm just won yesterday too. Again, so they're getting better. Europeans, I don't know about the Australians and the, the rest of the world in the President's Cup because we've dominated that, but this is happening, Scott. This transition is now because, again, we saw in the last Ryder Cup that, um, you know, Mickelson got picked, didn't go very well, and he has now got to be a captain from this point forward, and he can have his presence there because I think he'll be maybe even a better captain than he would be a player. And so I'm fine with that because we got to move forward, forward. And, and I've been, been screaming this on this microphone and everywhere else, we don't need Tiger anymore. We have up-and-comers. We're lucky to have him if he stays relevant. If he doesn't, golf is great. We're in a great place. This Matt Wolf with that swing, can you imagine how many people are going to love this? Yeah. I can't even imagine how many. If this kid can do what I think he can do, this is going to be incredible. So hats off to you, Matt. Great job out there. I'm cheering for you. You're not above Mickelson yet for me. Okay, that's not happening. Sorry, I can't go there yet. But there might come a point where he might be my new Mickelson. I'm serious about this because I just can't handle the way that Bryson plays, and I preach to my members, that isn't how you play. That isn't golf. That's analytics. All right, that's boring. That isn't. That's just, you just go throw darts if you want to do that. This is how you play golf. Get up there and rip it. Step up there and just knock it forward. And I know it's more than that, Scott, but that's just my two cents. There, I'm off my podium. Go ahead. How, how about your boy, Phil? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, okay, I do. No, but honestly, I'm very disappointed. Why? Because it was almost like he just flew in, did the, the oblig- obligations, played a poor first round, and just kind of phoned it in. And then you, it, and I get that he was probably, him and Brooks were the two big, well, and Jason Day were the three biggest names. And Phil... Really disappointed me. I am not a Phil guy. I've always been a Tiger guy. 
but not No, it can't be both. But just just another reason why I'm not a Phil fan is it, I I didn't see it on Friday because they were showing Phil because he's in the feature group even though he's five over. They have to. And apparently he just like chunked a chip and just went up there and like whacked it and it's like really and then he's on the jet out of here. And then you've got a kid like Charlie Danielson who plays great, shoots three over the first day, grinds, makes the cut on the number, and finishes tied for 15. That's why I think... Have you ever had a bad day on the golf course? Yeah, I've had plenty of bad days, Greg. But I'm just saying I'm, I'm not Phil Mickelson. I'm not under the microscope. So You're soon to be... Well, the, the way, way you're, you're playing, playing, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, why not? Let's not get carried away. But anyways, Brooks Kepka, same thing. I saw him today, and we're, we're starting on one, which you look across the pond there, and nine greens right there. Kepka just looked disinterested. Was like, oh, you're going to be mad at him too? Well, I'm a little mad at him, but he's. let's just be honest, he's a little disinterested in, in any event that is, is an amazing He didn't say that going into this week. He, he said, said the other things. things. Yeah. He said, I'm really focusing on I mean, I would probably, if I was a gambling man, I'd put money, I'd put money on that. I just heard that. I, I would put money that he would have won this week. But it got better. Matt Wolf won. Yes. This is better. This is I'm a sorry. great story, and this is a great springboard for Huge. some of these guys. Yeah. Huge. I, I, I think that there's some. There's definitely some guys. Eagle? Eagle on the last win? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. With Bryson in the clubhouse ahead of you? That's Who also just eagled? Who yeah. just eagled? Right? Yeah. I mean, it's stupid. It, it's it's so awesome. It's 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 great. It's 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 going to be a great springboard for this tournament next year. You, I mean, you've got there's your PR right there. You show that scene of Matt Wolf making an eagle putt to win the tournament, and everybody going crazy. That's that's just going to – I mean, that's solid gold right there. Yeah, I think it's an okay slot on the schedule, even though it's over the 4th. Um, Next year it is later in July because of the Olympics. Is it after the British? I think so. Oh, I did hear that. That's yeah. a whole different day. Yes. Yes. So it definitely won't be – it'll be faster and, yes. yeah, it'll be tougher. Yeah. I think it's true. But I was okay with 2100. Yes, and greens were very soft. Yeah, I saw some guys hit some shots out of roughs. And just like stop. So yeah, Friday they got that two. Uh, yeah, they days. got they got rain which they can't control. Yeah. They don't have the vacuums like Augusta. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Right. Not it's yet. coming. Okay. Let's move on. Three M. Again, I can talk about that all day. Yes. Let's go on to some stuff. You played about practice round at the uh, state open venue. Yes. Uh, How'd that go? Went out to Rush Creek. Uh, thanks to Derek Stendhal for setting that up. We went out there and. Uh, one of my shop kids, Brett Buckingham, made it too, and he hadn't played there in probably ten years. So is he qualifying, or did he already? He's exempt. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was fun to go out there and see it, and I've I've played it. You know, we I think we had the head pro championship there last year, so it was good to see it again. Um, but yeah, golf course was in very good condition. I thought everything looked great. I think it's going to be a great test. You know, we're there in two weeks, so. Uh, yeah, it's it'll be interesting. Like last time we said Troy Johnson won it. Um, I wouldn't say Troy's the longest player, uh, more of a controlled player. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Who are some of the other names you're looking at to compete with you, Scott? You can't say yourself now. 
can't say, I, I got, got this, this. Okay. okay? Let's, Let's assume, assume that you have a Phil Mickelson type day. Who are the other Who are the other people that you would look to to possibly win this thing? Yeah, and don't be afraid of offending somebody. We do that all the time. No, it's okay. I think it's um you. You look at, I don't know the field list, but you look at some of the mini tour guys that are probably exempt, and Ross Miller, who was up He's there my list. last year. I don't know if McCain is playing or not. Whoa. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Well, it, it all depends on their mini tour schedule. Oh, sure. if, they're in a, if, if you're in a nationwide tour event or something, wouldn't you rather play in that? It is a week open difference this year. Yeah. So it could be. So think about that. So that, uh, you've always got some college kids. Look at Andrew Israelson or Parker Redding, yeah. who just both. Bill Israelson's son. Yeah, who, who just played in the Players' Championship. I mean, Parker, if he's in the state open, he's been playing great. Uh, and then on our section, guys, the same old names, Brent Snyder, uh, Jeff Sorensen. Jeff has never won the State Open. Jeff has never won the State Open. I'm looking for him to do something. A section guy hasn't won it in a long time. Don Barry was the last? I think so, and it might have been like eight, ten years ago. Is Father Time catching up? I know Don listens to these, so I'm going to love it. Has Father Time caught up with Don? Well, he shot 67 at Perm. Is your answer no? My answer is always going to be no. <laughs> I know. The guy is the biggest competitor I've ever seen. And he went to the senior open, and I talked to him after, and he said if, if he could have putted, he would have made the cut. So, Gracie, Gracie, we had a good moment with Don up at Perham, me and Scotty. Uh, okay. He was at his table with Scotty, and we were like, oh, great, Don Barry's here. You know, he's supposed to be at the Senior State Open. And we're like, Don, why didn't you, you play like a senior open? What did I say? S- senior state open. Well, because he won that. Here. I'm sorry, you're you're right. He was at the U.S. Yes. senior the open. The big one. That Stricker won right. by six. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so anyways, so uh, Don says to us, he goes, yeah, it's a little less intimidating looking at Snow and McDonald than it is looking at Stricker and who else? He, he said some of the other guys. Stricker and Bernard. Yeah. Oh, Bernard. Right. He's in the locker room staring at Longer and Stricker. He goes, a little, little more intimidating than Snow and McDonald. Us, he gave us a nice jab, but Don, Don has a chance always. Uh, I mean, Sorny, Brent, and then, you know, some new names. Thomas Campbell, who's been playing very, very well this um, this spring, a new associate. So, and I'm pretty sure he was top ten last year in the state open. So, yeah, our, our stack crack, our our crack staff. Wow, what did I say? Oh boy, that was terrible, boy, Maggie. Apologies. Yeah, that'll be an apology later. But it was all honest mistake there. She did some research for us, and it was uh, it was Mike Barge. Barge, who was yes. the last. Uh, guess what year, Scotty? Twenty. I, I, I got this. Two thousand and nine. No, you flipped the nine upside down. You got it. Two thousand six. That was complicated. Thirteen years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Wow. Let's, yeah. Uh, I made a bold prediction. Here we go. You did. This, this winter. I remember that, that. One of our section guys would win either the golf champions, the tape mark, or the state open. And all three of them are in front of us still. Yeah, we still haven't gotten there. I haven't gotten any of them. And, and this, I think a lot of our guys are very excited because this is our first major. Typically, I mean, the match play is kind of considered a major, and that started, and it's going ongoing. But... 
Typically, you know, a couple of years ago, we'd have the golf champions already. We'd have the tape mark already. We'd have two majors out of the way. And now we, we're in the middle of July and we haven't had one. So I think everybody, all of our section guys are really looking forward to it. So. Okay, we got the Head Pro Championship and the Luther Pro Series combined into one tomorrow. Stapleford system, which you know I love because then I can make my 12. And be okay, it's really not a 12. It's just a zero yeah. points, okay? So I past think- champion, Scott. You said, don't you put your head, don't do it. You can't take that away from me. No, I beat can't. Don Barry in that one. And I tied Craig Brisky for the title. Well done. And Mike Snow, my brother. It was a brother. Yeah, it was, and it was at TPC. Oh, okay. So that's why that, so anyways, this isn't about me totally, Scotty, but I'm just saying I got a little history with this event, so I'm playing better. Yes, yes. I had a pretty good deal at Perum. Let's recap. Um, Since we last chatted, we had, um, let's see, we had Grandview Challenge. Yeah, you had four events. I had three in there. So you did pretty well at Grandview. You had a good second day. I shot 68 the second day at the Pines. Not good at the Preserve. No, I think I just hadn't played competitive in a while, and I was so excited to play. I just really felt like I had a good chance and just I, I wanted it too hard. Yeah. So expectations and yeah. So then you calmed down and you shot 68. Yes. Which is ridiculously good. In the in the rain. Swimming. It was awesome. You uh, were a low pro that day, right? Yes. Yeah. So, and you played, how, what, what were you? I shot 76 place? at the preserve and then was it 81, I think? 80. 80. That's right. I needed a birdie the last and I, uh, I missed the green. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so I didn't birdie the last. Uh, anyways, uh, to shoot 79, you know, pro par. And uh, so I was okay with that event. I, you know, the seventy-six was okay for me. I had the, you know what? Remember, during that event, the shanks. Yeah, yeah. I had the shanks, and I t- called you about it. So I had two shanks during that event, which is four shots. No matter how you slice it, yes. I had to go back and replay both of them. Then I went to Lesueur and had the shanks still. Uh, I was even par through seven and shot the seventy-nine there uh, with two more shanks afterwards, and that's when I called you. And I said, and we Scott, kind of squared I away. Ther- you did. I haven't had one since. Good. So I needed a therapy session, and I, I applaud you. You did well. Uh, I actually went out and worked on it. I figured out how to not pull it so hard left, you know, because that's yes, the correction. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Gracie, if you ever get these when you get into this game more, sure they're bad. I've never had them. This is the first time I didn't know what to do, and they just popped up. And uh, so Scotty helped me get out, and my correction was big jack pulls to the left because I wanted to make sure I turned the club head. Those our section pros who are listening, they're laughing right now because they're like, yep, yep, that's the correction. You just shut the face and pull it, you know. So you helped me correct both those. So then I turn around that perma shot 74 with a bogey, double bogey finish. And I'm going to be honest, Scott, I got nervous. I was one under par, and I'm like, dang. I told you a couple of holes earlier after I stuffed it on this par 3, 6 iron, 200 and some yards. I had to tap in almost a hole in one. And I started to get a little, like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. I was starting to kind of feel the emotion in me of, all right, this isn't so bad. Almost hit it out of bounds on the par five on the next hole. <laughs> I'm like, okay, idiot, come on, stay focused here, yes. right? But signs of life. And you even, you said that after, hey, you're getting closer. And I am. I feel like yeah. I'm getting closer. Coming right up into my event, yes. the Head Pro Championship. The head- so that was my recap of my week of all that. And you had the the uh, the North Oaks Professional Cup in there too. Yeah. So uh, to to just recap a few of them, Grandview Lodge Challenge was won by Jack Jimenez. Jimenez, I think it's yeah. something like that. Yeah, he, he, he corrected was Jack Worrell. He was five under. Um, an assistant. I'm not sure where down in the cities. I 
forget where, but anyways, uh, our, our crack staff will, will find it. And then our, good playing yeah. by him. It doesn't sound good, does it? No, it sure doesn't. And then we went to the Professionals Cup, which North Oaks, you know, just opened the week before. Yeah. I told Phil Anderson I thought it was in fantastic shape. Yeah. Uh, just the one green needed to fill in a little bit more, but everything was really good. The greens were just a, a touch slower just because they had opened and the fairways were 95% perfect. I told Phil it was great. And I shot 66 there, lost by one to Sorny and Whoa. Snyder. You shot 66? Yeah. I thought they shot 67. No, they shot 65. Are you sure you didn't shoot 68? I'm 99. Okay. That's really 9. good shooting, yeah. Scotty. So scores were low there. They they went in a playoff, and Sorny won it with an eagle on the second playoff hole. Mm. And then we go to LeSueur. I shot 70 at LeSueur, and Tom Campbell played great again, 65. who I get next in the match play, yes. which will be fun. Uh, shot 65. Uh, some, I think there are a couple of 67s in there. Uh, Sorny and then uh, Brian Hills, who's at second swing. And then, yeah, at uh, Perm 69. And, yeah, of course, Don won it with 67. So good playing for Don. And, yeah, now we're going. This is... Is this your best week of the year for golf, competitive golf? Coming up? Yeah, because your favorite event, you just said at the Head Pro Championship, and then that's your the second only one we got. favorite event. Minnewaska Golf Club? Tom's like the, Market I like the Pro Blizzard. Am. I like the Blizzard better oh, you than the like Tom's. It? You, you like it? Because I need those elements. You need the elements yeah. to level the playing What game. are you going to do on 16? 16, We there's been a lot of discussion. I know. We have not finalized things yet. Are you thinking of just pulling the hazard all the way around? Yes. And going, and so it's hazard all the way left? Yes. Okay. That'll help me on that tee. I won't take a nine there, yes. which I have in the past. <laughs> like the first first hole of the blizzard yeah. that you had to count? Right. Yes. Uh, I took a double, and my partner took like an 11 on that, and we had Ooh. to count two balls. Yeah, it kind of ended our day. I told Scott, I said, you just ruined our day. We're going home. We're, One we're done. We're gone. Oh, we're out of here. But, it was terrible. Uh, it happens. So, yeah, we've got uh, Head Pro and then Edinburgh on, on Friday. You've got you Edinburgh. Edinburgh. No, i got a, I got a big event at the club. I can't yeah. play in that. Sorry, Don. I appreciate the invite. I'm sorry I can't make that again. But you got that one. So, yeah, big week for you. But it kind of starts here and then going into State Open for you. Yeah, yeah. So, Edinburgh and then Tom's Market Pro-Am. We've, we're probably going to have 51 teams and I'm here to tell you the pace of play is the biggest area of emphasis for us once again. Deutsch and I are going to brainstorm. And are you going 10-minute tea times? 10-minute tea times. Okay. We've always been 10 minutes, and we're just going to keep on people. It's, uh, yeah. Well, are you the first group out, or are you no, the last I'm, group out? I'm second to last. Yeah. Who do, you, who do you leave as last? Chris Borgen. Oh, okay. Okay. So is that, okay, yeah, sure. He sure. just likes but he likes last. it. And where am I again? You are right around 2 o'clock. Yeah, I'm later as usual, right? So, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Then I can get to church and get up there. So I appreciate that. Church on time. Yeah, I'll make that. Yes. All right. Uh, so any other thoughts, Section Golf? That's pretty much it for right now. We've kind of covered all the stuff. Going yeah. Uh, tomorrow. I'm playing section, with Andy Smith. Who are you playing with? I've got uh, Brian Seiwert, Mike Marshall, Cameron White. So get this. Cameron White, very good player. Yeah, I've, I, I, I saw Cameron White and Tim Brovold at the tournament today, yep. and I told both of them I'm going to have fun being the shortest guy in the group yep. all day long. Tim Brovold can hit it, and then uh, Mike Marshall. Cameron, Mike can hit it, 
the assistant chef. Uh, no, the, I'm not. No, we're not. Yeah. Aren't you with no, Mike? I'm not with Provel. Sorry. Oh, okay. Mike, Mike Marshall, it. Brian Seiwert, and oh, Brian. Cameron White. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't play as much as he used to. Well, he kind of hurt his ankle okay. this year playing basketball, which uh-huh. you need to stop. I, this, think I was this thinking winter. about ending that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk to Brian about that. Yeah, I'll I'll tell him to tell you his horror story. I get Hetland, my good buddy over at Stone Ridge. Yeah, Marky Mark. Yep. And then Jesse Nelson. Ooh. Yes. And then Andy. Andy. I'm so looking forward to this. Yes. That's going to be a good time. So I'm I'm looking forward to, and you mentioned it last podcast, is that Bramer's redesign. I was kind of going through it on the website, and I'm kind of excited about this, too. It's uh We'll see how that all looks. And I'm appreciative of them giving up their golf course on a Monday in the middle of July. Yeah. For a course that does, what, 40,000 rounds a year probably? They're a factory. Oh, I got, man. they, they got to be one of the busier ones in the in the metro or the state. And, again, just so they know, this is a, this is good for all of us that we can, uh, you know, recommend that to our members. Our members are looking for public golf when they come to the cities, and it'll be easy to say, you need to play Braemar. You know, that's we love what new. they did. Or, yeah. yeah. So that's I'm excited to design. see it. Well, we hope. Yeah. That, I mean, we think it's going to be. I'm sure nobody's going to say this is terrible. You know, did you see uh, Kip Henley, what he said about uh, Olympic Hills on no. Twitter? Did you see that one? Kip Henley says, uh, this is the 12th ranked uh, best golf course in the state. He goes, I want to see the other 11. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Good. Yeah. yeah. No, but, I agree. But the first time we played it, remember, greens were hard, ball bouncing, everyone were like, oh, well, it just takes some time, and then it becomes very playable, so... All right, I think that's going to wrap it up for show 11. Gracie, thank you for joining us late night on a Sunday. Yeah, Appreciate you doing me. this because Scotty was already here. We accommodate his schedule. You know, I really should have stayed at home and worked, but we're here to take care of him. Maggie, thank you for always being adjustable and uh, coming and doing this for us, setting all the stuff up. Scotty, I'm sorry. I, I got to make fun of you too. I can't let them have all the fun of making fun of you. Uh, I get some too. Yeah. What are you going to make fun of me about now? Oh, boy. When this microphone goes off, it's going to be <laughs> relentless. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. I hate to do it to you. But I did compliment you and how well you play. Thank you. I appreciate that. And maybe it's just that I'm jealous. It could be. that I There was a day that I feel like I could have competed with you. I, I It's not there anymore. But I do love uh, the fact that I still get to play on the same golf courses as you. Yeah, yeah, and you did tie me at the preserve. If you I did seventy sixes. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. then you uh, you you know, slaughtered me by <laughs> twelve, right? You do that. You did that at the snowball too. Yeah. Slaughtered me by ten, and then I nip you by one. So it's one to one there. Yes. And then uh, did I? What did you do at Perm? Sixty nine. Yeah, you're you're just crushing me right now. What's the head to head? Uh, well, you've got is it like six one to one? Tie, one tie in the one round you beat me at uh, Redwood, but I'd like to say the Nats beat me. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> all right, I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for what you do, and we'll uh, talk to you soon. Have a great night.